Welcome to the Boxed Wine and Witchcraft Podcast, opening your eyes to the mysteries and magic of an unseen world. Here's your host, Alexa. Hey, everyone. I'm Alexa Reeves, and I will be your witch and host for today's episode of Boxed Wine and Witchcraft. Uh, Today, I have cracked open a crisp pear cider to sip on for my evening. And tonight, I'd like to walk you all through what opening a circle and calling the corners looks like for me as a practicing witch. Uh, I'll I'll talk you through step-by-step of what a basic ritual setup and prep might look like, uh, actually calling the corners, tearing down the circle, and things like that. So you can kind of get a little bit more of a personalized view of what us witches do. I'd like to remind everyone, though, that your spirituality and religion is as unique as your fingerprint. What we say here is by no means the definitive rule on any topic. It's merely a jumping off point for you to begin your own exploration into the amazing and complex world around you. So, with air that inspires us, the earth that grounds us, fire that enlightens us, and water that moves us, let's set up a circle. Let's call the corners. So, you are. A new witch in the wide world of magic, and you are overwhelmed and have no idea where to start. And that is okay. That is honestly, that is pretty damn common in the magical community. So do not feel bad. So I'm going to offer you guys a step by step walkthrough of what it looks like when I set up a circle and call the corners as a solo practitioner. If I was going to do some sort of, you know, spell, ritual, holiday work. So this is how I specifically do magic. I identify as pagan, I identify as an eclectic witch, Uh, and this is just how I've personally found that I can do rituals with myself because after years of reading and researching and kind of synthesizing and alchemizing all these different styles together, this, this is the style that most resonates with me and I feel most connected to the energies that I'm working with. So inviting you to listen to this, take notes, add your own variations, and, uh, you know, run with it here, but I'd like to offer you guys a little bit more of a personal look into what uh, what a solo witch does when she sets up a circle. So, all right, so let's set the scene here. So I prefer to do my rituals when I can be in my space alone. Uh, if you can't be alone in your house or apartment, a lot of times I have used uh, background noise or background music to kind of tune out the rest of the world. I've had really good luck with um, singing bowls, chanting music, um, binarial beat music, nature sounds, all of those things to kind of make a background canvas. That way you can kind of have some level of privacy. So I've done this before. If you know somebody else is home and downstairs, maybe watching TV, I'll set that up just so I can kind of start toning out the world around me and I can start focusing in. So on my altar in my room or on the floor, I'm going to have all my tools or items that represent each element. I usually do a chalice or a bowl for water. I do a bowl or a small dish, sometimes a seashell of salt or garden dirt or sand to represent earth. I've used a stick of incense or a bundle of feathers for air. I've had to get very clever Depending on who I was living with, I couldn't burn incense for the longest time. So for my air element, I got really good using feathers. 
Um, and then I usually pick a special a candle to represent fire. So either, you know, a, a different colored one than something that may or may not be on my altar or a larger one, just some sort of candle to represent that element of fire. I typically on my altar, regardless of the work that I'm doing, I'll usually have a few symbols that resonate with me, um, like my pentacle altar cloth. Um, I've got a few stones I like to work with that are um, some natural like creek stones that are very like raw and elemental. Uh, I'll use a lot of goddess imagery, stag imagery to kind of, you know, bring that focus into a little bit more of an elemental leaning. So if I'm calling the corners, it's like I'm asking them to lend me their energy, uh, you know, bless me, work with me for a spell or a charm or whatever item it is that I'm setting out to do. So you can almost think of altar items as like place settings at a table that you're inviting the power or the element in to sit in your circle with you. So what I would do is I plan to place my ritual items in the room in a circle that's usually big enough to lay down in, like a six by six or thereabouts. Um, I like to have the four items on my altar and then walk the full circle with each element before I stop at that corner and set the items down. Typically use the floor since when I do work, I like to sit in the middle of my circle once I've created it. But I've also had limited spaces where I had to do it just on my altar setup. So I identify where north is. I know which wall faces north. Um, you know, as we remember with our elemental podcast, to the north is earth. I'll go around the circle and place all the items as I go. And I'll walk you through what I say each time. Uh, the incense or the feathers will be to the east. The south will be fire. And the west is where I'm going to be placing a dish of water or a chalice of water. So now that I've got all my tools all set up on my altar, got some background music on maybe, you know, something to tone the world out. There are times, depending on the work I am doing, sometimes I will take a, you know, hot shower before I do ritual. Sometimes I'll make myself a cup of tea. Honestly, sometimes I'll just stand around for five or ten minutes in silence and just kind of arrive there, arrive now. And... Now that I'm ready to call the corners, I give myself some time to stand at my altar and really center myself with some deep breathing. And I try to use this moment to remind myself what, what my purpose is and what work I'm preparing to do, and it's gonna need my full attention. I then turn and walk a full circle, once around clockwise. So my altar faces west, so I turn to my right and I walk the full room till I'm back at my altar again. When I am back at my altar, I pick up my symbol for earth and then I walk to my north point. The words I use for calling the corners are really personal to me. They're a blend of a lot of reading and research I've done. Um, I usually give myself permission to speak from the heart. So if something organic does come up, I let that happen. Uh, but my... My go-to, I like to say, as I stand in that corner or to that direction, I say, I call to the powers of the north by the earth that grounds me and lets my roots grow. I bid you welcome to my circle, and I ask that you lend me your aid in this spell. 
or ritual or rite or holiday or whatever it is we're doing in our circle. I give myself that moment to then imagine my whole body and the walls in front of me being connected to the earth in some way. I usually envision roots growing up from the floor around my feet, tangling up in front of the wall in front of me and just covering that full area with lush greenery. I then place my uh, little dish of sand or dirt or salt down and continue to walk clockwise until I'm back at my altar. Back at my altar, I pick up my air symbol, walk the circle going past where I just placed the earth symbol, and I get to my east point. To the east, I say, I call to the powers of the east by the air that inspires me and fills my lungs. I bid you welcome to my circle and ask that you lend me your aid in this spell. For the air, I let myself envision what it would be like to have a strong wind come blowing through me, through the room, like almost this beautiful wall of just moving, swirling wind. A lot of times in my, you know, envisionment there, I it takes on almost a starry night quality. Like there's, there's just movement and it's organic and it's constantly flowing. I place my incense on the ground and I continue to walk the path clockwise back to my altar where I pick up my fire symbol. I then walk past my dish of earth, past my incense, and I stop at the south. And here I pause and say, I call to the powers of the south, to the fires that enlighten me. I bid you welcome to my circle, and I ask that you lend me your aid in this spell. Here I envision a wall of hot fire shooting up from the spaces around me and in front of me. And I feel the warmth and I feel the crackling of that fire. And I imagine what it's like to bring that wall of fire closer to me. After I place my candle down, I walk back past my altar and pick up my water element. I walk the full circle again until I'm back at my west point. And since my altar faces west, I start and stop at my altar. For the west, I pause and say, I call to the powers of the west to the water that moves me and moves within me. I bid you welcome to my circle and ask that you lend me your aid in this spell. I then like to envision either a rain, you know, pouring down or crashing down on me. I like to envision a waterfall sometimes falling from that direction. And the point of letting myself envision what the elements might do is because it keeps me mindful. It keeps me focused in my circle. Um, it's also a really good uh, litmus test to kind of get my connection with that element going. Um, so I try to use the imagery that comes easiest to me, like with water, for example, some days it does feel like rain. And I envision what that rain sounds like when it's falling and beating off of me. Uh, some days it's the waterfall. Sometimes with fire, for example, instead of that wall of fires, it's lava slowly dripping down. But I like to use the envisioning point because it's a way for me to tell when that energy has arrived. When I can stand at that elemental side and I can feel that breeze or the heat or the water, I can you know hear the vines growing. That's when I know I've called this energy appropriately. It's here with me and I'm ready to work. So now I, I have my circle. Uh, and at this point, I would either work on my altar or I like to put a cushion in the middle of my circle and just work cross-legged in the middle of my circle. It usually depends on 
what I'm doing. If I'm doing certain spell work or blessings or anything like that, um, it kind of just depends on where in the space I want to work. But I usually feel really cozy in my circles. I usually feel very isolated from the world. I imagine that those four corners and those four elements kind of have me enclosed in nicely. I'm able to do my work. As I'm sitting there or doing the work, there are times that I have gone back to the corner and asked that corner specifically for blessings on whatever it is I'm working on. Uh, sometimes it's just nice to have the elements or the corners acknowledge what you're working on, kind of, you know, give their, their blessing and their nod over it, so to speak. But regardless of what you do, setting up a circle is a great way to give yourself an intentional space to work in. Gives yourself that time and that moment to just really focus in on your spirituality and be there with your magic, be there with your work. So regardless of what I'm doing, once I have finished, uh, it's time to pull the circle back down and open the space back up. So this time, to open the circle back up, I'm going to walk counterclockwise. So we walk clockwise or deusil to kind of bring the energies in. And now we walk counterclockwise or windershins to open that energy back up, to kind of let it go. But we'll do the same pattern as before. So I'll start at my altar. And this time, again, because my altar faces west, I'll turn left and walk the circle all the way back around until I get back to the north, to my element of earth. Here, I like to raise my arms above my head, and I usually lift my head up in acknowledgement, and I say, I give thanks to the earth, to the powers of the north, for their presence and help today. Blessed be. I then let that vision of that element kind of slowly retreat out. You know, with the vines, for example, sometimes you know, they, they creep back down into the floor, into the wall. I then collect that, you know, you know, bowl of salt or bowl of sand, finish walking back to my altar and place it down. I then go around the circle and repeat the same pattern for each corner. And I stop at each corner. I would stop again back at the east with the air. I would say the same thing. I give thanks to the air, to the powers of the east for their presence and help today. Blessed be. Imagining that wind calming, imagining that wind going down, picking that up and moving back to my altar. Walking the circle again until I get to the south to that fire. Picking the candle up and saying, I give thanks to fire, to the powers of the south for their presence and help today. And blessed be. And I imagine the heat slowly crumpling down. I imagine those flames kind of getting smaller and smaller and fainter. Um, a lot of times I can feel the heat in the room leave a little bit when I do fire. Uh, I then finish that walk around back to the west and the water element. I do the same thing. I give thanks to the water, to the powers of the west for their presence and help today. And blessed be. And here the rain lightens or the waterfall slowly trickles out. Um, you know, you're, you're giving yourself that mental visualization and that energy visualization of what those elements are doing. And that shows your intent. That keeps the intent focused on either bringing that element in or kind of asking that element, like, you know, thank you for, basically, thanks for visiting. See you next time. And you let those visions fade out. And once all the corners are gone, you're, you're good. 
And the space usually for me feels feels lighter. It feels a little emptier a lot of times because the work that I do and when I'm doing spells or ritual work, um, I'm filling the room with space. I'm filling the room with energy. So dismissing that energy and kind of asking it to leave now, it does kind of leave a little bit more of like an open, almost echoey feeling in the room to me. Um, but calling the corners for any practitioner, this shouldn't be an intimidating thing. It should be very natural and fluid. Uh, I encourage all of my pagan and witch friends to just speak from the heart. Um, there really isn't a wrong thing to say. I mean, I, I wouldn't be rude by any means uh, or demanding, but as long as you're acknowledging them and asking them for help or aid or guidance, um, don't beat yourself up if you make a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes during rituals. Um, I myself, at practicing for almost 15 years at this point, still totally make mistakes. And I give myself permission to laugh when I make mistakes in my circle because I choose to believe that the gods that I work with don't really care that much. They're they're just happy that I'm doing the work. So I hope you have found this enlightening and interesting and educational in some small way. I hope it's inspired you to go cavalierly call circles and call the corners together with reckless abandon. Um, but send messages to the shop, send us messages and links and let us know how you guys call circles. You know, what words do you use when you bring the corners together? Um, we love hearing your feedback and we love blending the different traditions together to see how everybody does their magic. So until next time, guys, enjoy your drink, go light a candle, and I will see you all in the next circle. Blessed be.